This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, Steve here. None of the scenarios on this show are based on actual events. Believe it or not, they're completely made up. Enjoy! I'm Griffin. I'm Stephen M. Bones. And this is Killed to Death. And it's the Improvised True Crime Podcast. The grooviest podcast in town. <laughs> We've Do you think we should add that in? Since the 70s. Um, <laughs> and it still works. Yeah. I think we should keep it. It still holds true. Yeah. Yeah. Just to let Find people know what they're one. in for. <laughs> well, they know. I guess that's, that's, the full, that's the full iTunes description. So they should know what they're getting themselves into. And that's what most reviews say, too. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what we'll say most episodes before they end. Yeah. So, you know what? Maybe we say it enough. <laughs> um, we, of course, both saw the um, the gorgeous Green Knight, the new film, which is an adaptation oh. of an old epic Arthurian poem. Did, did, did you see the Green Knight? To step out for a moment. Oh, you don't want to play the game like we? But yeah, I did see it. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I was just curious. Worry. Okay, hopping back yeah. in. We no, both I did saw see it. it. First time back in a movie theater. It's never felt so right. Um. So, of course, there are tons of other things that can be adapted into these modern classics. So uh, today we're just going to list a couple of other legends and folklore that we think need to be adapted for the big screen. Get on it, Hollywood. Uh, and I'm finding it immediately tough to think of one that hasn't been. No, we Steve, have do you five. have a number one? <laughs> we have five, and they haven't been touched. <laughs> number, uh, my number, we're going, number one, let's start. It's my thing yeah. It needs to be adapted. Let's stinky, start good and then get worse. With Stinky Cheese Man. Oh, that, uh, the kid's book. Mm, well, you can still read it as an adult. And it, it had all the different fables in it about like yeah, the, the stinky cheese man and other know, fairly stupid tales. It was like, I don't know, Chicken Little, but he's stupid. And like the, you yep. know, Rumpel, so dumb Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> Dumpelstiltskin. Yeah. <laughs> so you know it. Princess in the pea, but she's sleeping on a bowling ball or something. That's right. It's, yeah. For people who don't know, it's, yeah, it's like a, a parody of these fairy tales. And the cover and, is like a guy with a huge wheel of cheese that's his head. Yeah. And that's funny. And think yeah. of who we could get to play the Stinky Cheese Man. Javier Bardem? Yeah. Daniel Day-Lewis? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he could come out of retirement and get very method and always smell like cheese. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping for. So that's my number one. Um, let's. These things don't have to be all sour and grumpy. These can be funny. That's true. Not enough movies are funny. That was my big problem with The Green Knight. Is those jokes for me fell very flat? Yeah, it was a little rough. Um, it, it, honestly, Dev bombed. We can say it. <laughs> the guy no one was it laughing. Up. Yeah. So number two, uh, I would like to say the fable of the tooth fairy. Mm-hmm. You know, the guy who comes to your house, he takes your <laughs> they, teeth. They did that once with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yes, but I was still unable to think of one that hadn't been. Oh, uh, well, you know what? Everything's a freaking reboot nowadays. Everything's so. a reboot. So we do need to... Let's do it actually, again. Let's do. let's just do a reboot of the story. We don't need to see a film necessarily. <laughs> let's just retell the story. <laughs> to your kids. But we'll make it We'll make it kind of modern. Like, I'll be like, hey, like, the Tooth Fairy's going to come tonight. He's going to take out your teeth yeah. with, with his phone. Right. And yeah. adjusted for inflation, he's going to give you $5 under your yeah. pillow. It's gotta he be has now. COVID. What a kid's gonna do with a quarter? Yeah, so that's kind of that's my reboot of the yeah, Tooth that's Fairy good. story. 
That's good. And um, mine's definitely got to be um, that old, uh, it's an old photo album from my place. <laughs> Photos of me and my family. That oh, has want- not been adapted. What What is the plot of that exactly? You get to make up your own, and that's what's kind of beautiful. You see what connects all the different... So the movie's going to be a slideshow. Yep. It's just kind of picture, 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 picture mm-hmm. credits. Mm-hmm. Which I've never seen. So I'm thinking I might rent out a theater and actually just play a slideshow of old family photos. And that might just do it. That might yeah, be so enough for me. What you're saying is the photo album you have full of pictures, you're wishing you could just see them all in a row. Uh, yeah, and much bigger. <laughs> I hate turning pages. Yeah. And uh, I want to eat messy, sticky popcorn as I do it. I'm I'm going to say for number four. Is this four? Sure. Yeah. That photo album of you uh, from mm-hmm. your family's house as well. Mm, thank you. Thank you. You're, so welcome. you're welcome to come to the theater and you're welcome to also check it out. And oh, wow. I passed. Yeah. That's all you have to do is put it in the, the to-do list. That's right. Who are you going to get to play you in the pictures? <laughs> A young me. A de-aged me. <laughs> And uh, number number five is probably Jungle Cruise. Was that a, a story? It is now starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh, I'd like to I see think that adapted back that. into story form. Yeah, yeah, I think we should write a book about it. We well, actually, yeah, let's make it an epic poem. Uh, Steve, speaking of epic, do you want to start one of our classic episodes? Yeah, well, yeah. This show is that used to be our catchphrase for a brief period in like 2009 or something that was back when we briefly weren't the grooviest podcast in town yes yeah that was rough the victim judge samuel gorge found dead before a trial today's guest clint southwood bailiff who found the judge bailiff hello Hello, gentlemen. Thank you for having me. First of all, do I do I need to address you as bailiff? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that but you just did. felt natural. <laughs> yes, you do. Okay. okay. All right, bailiff. Thank you for being here. I just ask that you listen to my truth, my whole truth, and nothing but my truth. <laughs> so help you, you, God. Yes. So help you, you God. Because <laughs> the story you're about to hear, oh boy. You're blowing dust off an old book. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the Bible? Um. Anyways, we should move on. Hey, you don't you have to be embarrassed. To Lots of people have Bibles. And people it's, swear it's, on it's them. It's a telephone book, okay? I lost oh, my okay. Bible. I'm sorry. I I put it in my carry-on. I thought. I thought I did. But I, they have the same weight, so it must have been... That and was a me. lot of the same names. There's some Matthews. There's some mm-hmm. Luke's. Thank mm. you. Yeah, you see? So there you go. It's It basically still works. Were you traveling somewhere? Are you um, not at home? Oh, no. You see, I, I can't be at home. It's, uh, it's too hot. It's t- too hot an area, you know? I feel the people watching me because I know too much. Oh, oh, wow. oh, I see that kind of heat. Right. <laughs> no, not the literal not the, kind not of the heat. summer heat. <laughs> no, it's very, very, very cold where I live. Where do you live? Alaska. Is it a town we know? Is this Anchorage or one of the smaller ones? Oh, it's, it's the only one, one the, I know. It's one of the smaller ones. So I don't know it. Okay. Which which one? Yeah. It's that one right beside Juno called Puno. <laughs> yeah, kind of okay. a parody town. Yeah, okay. this is yeah, Puno, uh, yeah. Alaska. Very parody. It's very much like the little sister who wants to be Juno. Yeah, right. But, you know, maybe one day we'll get there. Do you have versions of their landmarks? Yeah, yeah. Well, no. Um, we do, however, have the world's largest baked Alaska, right in the center. Um, you know the dessert baked Alaska? I don't. I don't, but I think that's pretty impressive still the dessert is basically it's like um and i know this for a fact it is ice cream and then it is covered in like a meringue and then you blow torch the meringue oh okay i have seen this yes and so there is a constant blowtorch going on in puno and it is costing many many a money but it is our pride and joy of the town 
How big is this? Is this like a town square kind of big, or is this just like larger than the average? Oh, town square. Wow. So you have People a huge flame come. that wow. like lights up the town with this big blowtorch. It's barely ever dark in Puno. And no, is that because of the sun as well? You know what? That probably is that as well, now that you mentioned it. Yeah. Is it, It's one of those towns that's that far up north that you can get like crazy days like that? Oh, yeah. All day, and there's no night. No night whatsoever. Oh. So the crime is ready to see in plain sight. Uh, is there a lot of crime in Puno? Oh. Oh. You're talking to the bailiff of Puno. I've seen so much crime, it's ridiculous. Well, I guess you've seen the result of the crime. Yeah. Oh. Oh, Are have you witnessing I have. the actual crimes? You know, I've never actually witnessed a crime until... That fateful day. Faithful? Oh. Yeah. This? Fateful, I'm sorry. Is this a oh. Sunday? <laughs> no, you read the I, phone book? Yeah. Sorry, I, I, I get so caught up in my phone book sometimes that uh, I meant to say fateful. That it was a fateful day. Not faithful, especially not for the judge. Now, what, what is the job of bailiff, first of all? You're like, kind of uh, like, are you like a security guard? Um, that's actually very highly offensive. No, I am way above oh, okay, security sorry. guard. No, yeah, you should be. So what I do, <laughs> what I do is, uh, I do keep everything in order in the courtroom, and I do make sure it is secure. But I oh, also really? Because hold... usually I thought it was the judge who commanded order. Um, I don't think that's right. Oh, no. okay. Do you, have your, do you have your own little gavel? I do, I do, and um, it's been taken away many times, but I still bring it, uh, because I believe that it does help, you know, with my power complex, you know? I still mm. hold power in the courtroom. Yeah, right. You know, I'm holding the book here, right? You lead, you lead people in and out? Is that part of the job? I do. I lead people in and out. I, uh, I you know, if they're getting a little uh, antsy, I go, hey, yeah, you, gotta, you gotta calm down. And then I go back. I say it very sternly, mm-hmm. though. Yeah, so. And that it's usually. It's that lean, dominant. It's the lean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I make the eye contact, like, buddy, I need you to stop right now. <laughs> yeah. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I hit them with it, and that's when it usually gets taken away. So. <laughs> if yeah. someone's getting a little antsy, like nervous about their trial, you'll come over and be like, hey, calm down, and then bop them on the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't you? <laughs> I guess if I were bailiff. Yeah. It's hard to put myself in the shoes of a bailiff, though. It sounds like a very difficult job. It's very difficult. Not many not many people are built for it, you know? So, Are you the... I, I imagine in Puno, the, the courthouse system is very small. Is there only one bailiff, kind of one judge? It's a, a mom-and-pop courthouse. Well, there, there, there were two bailiffs. There was me and a, and a fellow bailiff whose name was... John, Corey, Um, but unfortunately, uh, he no longer works with the courthouse anymore. Oh, so you got some extra shifts? Nice. I do, I do. Yes, I'm. uh, I'm. I'm I'm racking up the dough. I might make. uh, You know, for all these traveling expenses, I need. I need the money. Right. Yeah. Because I. I, Are you just hopping around the country now? I am. So they can't catch me. Do people they, think you did this? Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> yes, they do. And it has been a huge, ginormous misunderstanding. And I feel like nobody's hearing me out, which is why I came to you guys. Well, but, let's hear your side of things. Right. Thank you. That's all I truly wanted. So, Are you, look, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Oh, I just start. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. I thought you were about to say something. <laughs> And I was worried I cut you off. <laughs> Tell us, first of all, about the day. So uh, you're going to a trial. Is this a, a specific one? Do you already know about it? Oh, yes. This is a, a trial that's been going on for uh, for a few weeks, actually. Uh, the biggest trial we've had in Puno. It's a, It was a trial. It was the, the people against the uh, um, uh, Travis Burlington. Travis Burlington. Mm. He he did some unspeakable things to the town of Puno. Um, he he Can he you went, speak about them? 
I mean, I guess. So he went to all of the signs in Puno and wrote like a J. And so then we thought people were thinking oh. that it was Judo. Oh, they thought oh. they were in the wrong town. They thought they were in the wrong town. And then people started moving and they couldn't find Puno. And then people were just very confused as to what's happening. And it caused many a many mental breakdown in the town of Puno. Nobody knew where they were. It was very sad. Some, <laughs> Some sick people joke. saw a sign, thought, wait a minute. I've been living in Juno this whole time. They go back home, pack up, and try and leave well, to go find Puno. My, my theory yes. is this. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'd love to hear your theory, actually, because there's multiple <laughs> out there. <laughs> is, that, is that they go outside, and they see a sign that says, Juno now, and they're like, oh, no, I live in Puno. I better go somewhere else. Yes. And they yes. leave trying to find right. it. And there's no Puno. Yeah, they're just wandering the Alaskan wilderness. How many people did he like, get? Like, uh, what's his name? Christopher McCandless or whatever. That's exactly his name. Yeah. <laughs> he got be. a good half of the town. We are very trusting people who very much trust our signs. And when they tell us something, we believe it. So we're just suing Travis. People are suing him for gas expenses, you know, therapy, you know, uh, <laughs> taking their kids out of school, Pain and suffering, all of these things, you know, because it, it, it caused total pandemonium in the town of Puno. Wow. So this, yeah, I, I'm sure this was a very hotly contested case. A, a lot of protesters out front every day. You had to fight through mm. a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. I definitely had to try and keep everything under control at the courtroom. It was very hard for, for one bailiff to do. You only got one hammer. Thank you. Sometimes. They won't let me bring two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Was so rude. Well, it sounds like they don't let you bring one. You kind of just sneak that one in. <laughs> yeah, no, you're, you're right. One one day though, it's persistence. You know, you keep bringing it. What what are they gonna do? Dress for the job you want. Exactly. With a little hammer. Exactly. Do you yeah. have aspirations to be a judge? Oh, me, little old Clint. I don't know if I could. I could possibly. It's such a such a huge role. To, to declare whether somebody is innocent or guilty of a crime, mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of pressure. Well, you could do that today. If you figure out who did this, you can say guilty or not guilty. That, that was pretty exciting. <gasps> and what do judge you know? Of sorts. I brought my hammer. And oh, maybe perfect. it's all coming together. Where are you right now? This looks gorgeous in the background. Oh, yes, thank you. Um, I can't give you my exact location, but I am in a okay. very tropical climate. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so not said. even close to the exact location. All right. Well, yeah, I understand. Yes. There's well, a lot of heat. We've, it's very well, hot. We've heard the climate. We, ha- we are narrowing yeah, it down. that's true. That's true. Not too close, I hope. <laughs> So you you go you're walking into this trial of Travis Burlington. Yes. Uh, I'm sure you get to the courthouse before everyone else. Is that the case? I, usually, yes. You know, I uh, I am an early riser, so I get there around 4 a.m. I uh, turn on the lights. Um, <laughs> I uh, you know do a quick sweep. Depending on who closed the next the last day, it might be a little more dirtier. Right. So I just have to you know. It's probably uh, you, right? Like. There's no other Mela. Yeah, well, John Tory's gone. <laughs> That's John Corey, please. Oh, John Corey, sorry. Can you please have some respect for John? This is a parody of John Tory. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, so usually, yes, it is me who closes, and sometimes I close in a sleepy stupor because I'm at the courthouse mm. for more than 14 hours. Um yeah. So, you know, then I'm back. I open up everything. Uh, you know, that's when the, the news vans and the protesters start to come. Oh, my goodness. They're the bane of my existence. Constantly berating me with questions. Pardon? Uh, nothing. Okay. Constantly berating me with questions. And I, it's not like I know everything. I still, I just want justice as well because I was also affected by, by Travis's actions. Right. You know? Did you move? Mm-hmm. I did. I definitely did. I was like, Juno is not my home. Puno is. And I drove circles, circles and circles. And I, yeah, it, it, it was it was horrible. It was very horrible. Well, how did you finally figure out 
Was it you or was it someone else who finally figured out this was some cruel prank? Um, so I ran out of gas and I just started wandering. And I, uh, I, I went to, a, to a, a hospital because that's, that was the nearest building I saw. And I said, ma'am, I know this is Juno, but please take me to Puno. And he and and then and, and she was like, That's what me? hospitals do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought a hospital does. Hey, I need a lift. Can you yeah, can you just get one of the the, the ambulances to drop me off at Puno? They can go and through then, red lights. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, I gotta get there gotta get there fast to open the courtroom. So then I ask her about it and uh she gives you this weird look. It says, uh, sir, I'm a, pretty sure you're in Puno. And I was like, ma'am. I don't appreciate being lied to, especially after I ran out of gas. Okay. Oh, yeah. And so then I took out my Bible, or it might have been my telephone book, and I asked her to swear, are we in Puno? Mm-hmm. And she said, I've worked at this place in Puno for 25 years. We are in Puno. And that's when I knew, God damn it, we've been bamboozled. So, so you figured it out. You uncovered this. And I did. Wow. I did. And, you know, I, I had to tell everybody else that it's, you know, we're, we're here. We were here the whole time. It was very M. Night Shyamalan-esque. Yes. So, Everyone is a little older. Pardon? <laughs> yeah, it was just a joke about being old. Oh. Because he has that I have movie not where everyone's that old film. on a beach. And that's all right. That You know, already know they get Wait, old on the beach. That's a yes. tropical climate. Oh, what? Just talk about this case, hey? Wow, lots of lots of stuff to get through here. So yeah, it was like uh, any other day, just opening up the uh, the the news cars were coming, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, the the judge the judge shows up. Uh, okay, so he he shows up and is alive. He shows up to the courtroom alive and ready to proceed with the hearing. Um, he he's always very professional, very. Very ready to to take on the the trial, um, because you know that's he, good. Yeah, he loves justice just as much as any other judge. Okay, above average, yeah. I'm assuming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yes, the judge comes in. Uh, I ask him about his uh, his night. He says, you know, nothing out of the ordinary. Uh, just uh, he heard some racket. A lot uh, mm. the night before outside mm. of his bedroom kind of caused him not to be able to sleep a lot. I was like, oh, that's that's unfortunate. Probably just a deer um, and, uh, outside yeah. his room, outside his room, you know, Knocking on his door. Weirder things have happened in Puno. So we, we just I just like it's probably a deer, sir. You're fine. And he was like, you're probably right. Uh, what else could it possibly be? So anyways. Uh, we okay, start so suspect to... number one. Yeah, mm, noise. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. So, anyways, yeah, well, it's it's it hits nine o'clock, so we gotta start uh, setting up the uh, the the courtroom. So <laughs> you have to like fold out all the like cues <laughs> and everything at the beginning of the day. Yes, yes, they're all foldable, and and so then we just I'm just popping them out. So it's, you and the judge have to set up the room. <laughs> yes. I'm, it's, I'm so happy that he's been, because since John quit, I've, I've been really needing an extra set of hands, and he's yeah. really been there to to help me, and I, and I really appreciate it. He's actually grown to be a very good friend, which is why it hurts that people think that I did this. Right, so you, you and uh, Judge Samuel Gorge, you're unfolding the room for the day. Yes, unfolding our, the room, and I, I just asked the judge, hey judge, do you have any inkling of whether or not uh, Travis will be found guilty or not? He goes, you know, something in my heart tells me that he's innocent. And I say, mm. oh, b- 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 what? But judge all the evidence. It's plain, it's easy and obvious to see. But, and then he said, I think something's going to come out on trial today. Change <laughs> everything. Whoa. And I said, I have to go unfold the jury chairs now excuse me there's 12 and, of those that's a lot yeah, yeah so i had to get i had to get to that so we didn't quite finish the conversation but mm. that was always in the back of my mind well he shouldn't know that evidence is coming or i guess they do have to tell him in advance right 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, yes. Okay, That's, we're getting a yes know, from the bailiff. You know. Okay, yeah. So he as a yeah, as a bailiff, I know this. Okay, so he had the scoop. And how far did they get in the trial? At what point did you find him dead? Well, uh, the judge called a recess, right? Mm. As For everyone to go outside and play. Yeah. Yup. Yeah. So there's a, a nice adult, adult gym set up. Uh, oh, like so weightlifting. The, <laughs> yeah, weightlifting. We got some good mats. You can do some tumbles. Uh, you know, just to get the jury some exercise. They're sitting for a while. You know, <laughs> physical activity is very important. Sure. Keeps so, the mind sharp too. Keeps the mind sharp. Absolutely. So uh, yes, we call a recess, um, and. Uh, you know the the prosecution goes into their quarters. The def, uh, the the defendant and Travis go to I uh to somewhere else. I'm actually not quite sure, but anyways, um, I'm there just uh. You why know, would you know? Why would <laughs> no, I? Why know? would you keep track of the person who's I, charged? <laughs> I only have two eyes. Really. I have to look at a, a whole adult gym. Right. It's a lot for one person. So, uh. I remember the last thing I said to Judge was, "Hey, Judge Gorge, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go to, uh, to look at, uh, look, uh, look at, uh, supervise the adults at the adult gym." <laughs> um, yeah. So I'll be, I'll, I'll be right back in, uh, in 15 minutes when we resume the trial. And then he, he grabs my shoulder and he goes, "Clint, make sure you always search for the truth." And Whoa. nothing but the truth. Wow. So help, so help you, him God. God. Wow. And I said, that's my line. And then I walked out. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the last interaction. Last, that was the last time I saw Judge Gorge alive. Um, well, well, let's yeah. let's talk just before we take a break. Let's talk briefly about you finding him dead. How, yeah. Was this after recess? Yeah, the bell rings, everyone comes back in. Bell rings, everyone comes back in, they the wash Line off. up, do a head count. <laughs> Gotta do it, yeah, buddy system. Everyone's good, accounted for. You know, so the judge is there, prosecution's back, defendant's back, we're all just waiting for the judge. Uh so I go, Well, I'll just go uh I'll just go in the back and check on him. So I, you know, give the old the old door a knock. On his green room. On his green room, I'm like, Judge, you need it on set. Um, and <laughs> five minute call, judge. Five minutes, judge. You're over your five minute call. I hear no response, and so I I knock again, and I was uh, I you know just to be gentlemanly, and uh, you know nothing. So I I, I I ever so slightly creak the door open, and I see the judge, on the floor, with a full baked Alaska shoved in his mouth. Oh, dead. Wow. Still Was on fire. Is this the world famous big one? No, that would have been too big. I don't know how that would have gotten to the courtroom, but it was just a regular baked Alaska. And wow, it was it was the most horrendous scene I've ever seen. Well, what we're gonna do uh, is take a quick break. Okay. When we come back, uh, hopefully we can figure out who shoved this baked Alaska down the judge's throat. Oh, please! I really just want to be seen as innocent. Please, <laughs> it wasn't okay. me. Hey, we believe you. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be right back. And we are back on the grooviest podcast in town, Killed to Death. Uh, epic man it is epic well it was for a brief period in 2009 briefly epic man uh we're still here with steve briefly epic man i already used my catchphrase (laughs) uh and we're still here with bailiff clint southwood hello 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 you are currently on the run oh it's been a half hour and you do you are noticeably one year older oh yeah wait a minute we can tell oh no i I think it's just just the the lighting um actually oh no yeah it's a very harsh uh the sun um anyways uh, why is that baby who is behind you walking i don't know what you're talking about let's talk about (laughs) the case huh so that judge is dead what 
Yes, uh, we're talking about Judge Samuel Gorge. Uh, after a brief recess, you came back in. Uh, everyone was ready for the trial again. This is, of course, the trial of Travis Burlington, who crossed out. Or did he cross out, or did he just put a J in front of the Puno signs? Um. Yeah, he put a J in front of. Yeah, the Puno so sign. so they still said J Puno. But everyone just kind of got confused. P is silent, I well, guess. Well, you usually <laughs> just look at the first letter when you read, and you kind of guess the rest, right? Is that not yeah. what everybody does? Yeah. I yeah. think a lot of the pandemonium that was caused, uh, some of that's your guys' fault. <laughs> I highly, highly disagree with that. What a ridiculous thing to say. Oh, sorry. You should be. Anyways, um... So uh, yeah, the the judge is dead. So I uh, I run out in a frenzy, saying you know, being like, oh, actually no, I run out in a frenzy, and then I was like, wait, I have to be calm for the people, because if I freak out, they'll freak out. So I come out and I say, <clears throat> people of the courtroom, today's trial will end early. The judge is not feeling well. Mm, wink, wink. Well played. Mm, you oh, right? you winked at them. <laughs> I winked at them, and they all looked very confused. But I was, that was more just for me. But I kind of forgot about. Anyways, um, so yes, I say that I wink. Uh, they all leave apprehensively, um, and then I, uh, I, I, I call security and I, I ask them. I tell them. So you are not security. I'm a bailiff. <laughs> so you're above them, but you need to call I'm... them for help. <laughs> wow. You see what's happening here? I feel is an attack on my role and position. Sometimes I need the help of inferiors to okay. deal with some, you know, okay. less than great uh, work. Yeah, so... <laughs> okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I Why can't do everything. Why do people think you did this? People think I did this because I dismissed the trial early. The wink was definitely working against me. Yeah. And mm. I tried to keep it very low key. And because I was one of the people who was the closest to the judge. Mm-hmm. Like even in proximity. Yeah. Yes. Right now. Yes. Standing right there. Yes. People. But I'm, I'm pretty sure the jury saw me the whole time out supervising them. And I, I, mm. I, I thought I thought I had a very good alibi, but none of them could account for me, which was so weird. And uh, uh, people are just assuming, you know, due to proximity and all that stuff, that I did it. Uh, but what would be my motive? I loved the judge. Yeah. Now, well, one other thing that I don't want to forget about is the weird noises he heard the night before. Mm, yes. True. Yes. Did he describe them at all, or or is it just noises? Uh, he said he heard kind of a a blowtorch sound. And you were like, oh, probably just a deer. <laughs> yes, because because I I read somewhere that deers are known to make that kind of sound when they're when they're aroused, like a like a, oh. <laughs> like a glow torch. <laughs> so I was like, it's probably just a horny deer, sir. And he was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably just a horny deer. But you know, it might have actually just been a blowtorch. Mm-hmm. A blowtorch maybe for a baked Alaska. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if someone was going to maybe do an attempt that night and backed out yeah. for whatever reason? The door was locked, maybe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's always a big obstacle. That's the no- Yeah, they were also like just trying to does, get in. They couldn't. Does he lock the door on his green room? Mm. He doesn't. Mm. All <laughs> oh. of a sudden, obstacle not... It's, this is not a locked room mystery. <laughs> so the 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 the... The, the person just needed an open door, really, to get to yeah. the judge. Mm-hmm. That's right. When God closes a window. He opens the judge's <laughs> green room door and kills him with a baked Alaska. Yeah. Oh, uh, we don't think this was God, do we? I can't rule it out. We can't rule anything out right now, honestly. You pissed you Except lost that Bible. Oh, gosh, no. It's just... Well, it makes me feel so guilty. If only I was there to protect his door, I could have protected this from all happening. Yeah, that does seem like it's directly your job, too. 
Okay, well, what I don't need is the attack. Okay, what I need is sorry. sympathy. Uh, only oh, two eyes sorry. and a lot of uh, adults that need supervising out in a gym. They can, it can get very dangerous. They're not allowed to play Red Rover, but they continue to play Red Rover. <laughs> and I keep having to say, dislocated shoulders happen all the time. But they still do it every time I turn my back. So it's, it's what am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Well, make them go stand at the wall. Oh, you know, and then they just do True. their own little dumb games there. Oh, Send them to the judge's office. Ooh. <laughs> well, you see, if I did that, they would have won. You're walked. in trouble. Oh, you should have done that. No, no. I see, I, try, I tried to be lenient with them because they're just, they're just jury members. You know, they don't know that much well. Mm-hmm. So sending them to the judge just seems so, so much too much, really. Now, the judge also said that in the Travis Burlington case, there was going to be some shocking evidence that day, because he had mm-hmm. seen it beforehand, that would prove Travis innocent. Yes. Yes. It was going to be presented after recess, I remember the prosecution saying. Um, and, yeah, the judge, when, when the, the judge made direct eye contact with me, and I said... <laughs> Is there something on my face? And he said, remember earlier? And I was like, oh! So, yeah, I think... He uh, should, the judge should not be allowed to share this information with you and be like, hey, it's coming up. <laughs> Hinting at it like a little hey, preview. Hey, pay attention, the good evidence is coming up. <laughs> He's like, look at this, check this out. <laughs> You're going to want to see this. <laughs> he gets the popcorn. So I was very excited. Um, and then, yeah, before I could see the evidence... He was killed. Uh, right. So it's, to this day, I still don't know what that evidence was. We know this sound. It's the Skype theme song. What we do in response is click hello. Hello? Hello. Oi. What's this? Podcast. A podcast, is it? Yeah. Uh, hello. Hello. Uh, Hello. Who am I speaking to? You're speaking to Travis Burlington. <gasps> and I know you. Hello, the Mr. Bailiff. Burlington. The bailiff that shut down the whole trial just when I was going to be proved innocent. You see, that's your version of the story. Well, and you know yours, happened. it sounds like. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you All also right, said good. that he was going to be proven innocent that yeah. afternoon, right before he shut down the trial. You but, knew, but since so I haven't, you knew. but since, but since I never saw the evidence, I still believe oh. you're guilty. And I believe he told you the evidence. He told me ominous foreshadowing that does not count. Mm, right, a likely story. You two were close friends. He was. I saw his winks and his nudges and his nods. I thought those were very subtle. They're not. Oh, darn. That must suck to be like the accused and just see the judge and the bailiff being like, hey, look, check out what's coming. I feel very out of the loop. Uh, We we weren't meant to like alienate you. It was just like we were just very good friends. Well, it doesn't help that my lawyer didn't tell me anything either. So you don't know what the evidence was going to be. No, he said he found something that would finally... Prove me innocent. And I was so excited for it after recess. But he loves the show. And he said, you just wait. I'm going to present it. And he'd wheeled out one of those little TVs. And so I think, I think, and uh, <clears throat> I'm a bit ashamed to admit this, but I think it was about to be some footage that could place me away from the crime. Oh, and, but uh, you're you're ashamed of where you were? Yeah. <clears throat> You know, an alibi could really help your case, Travis. Yes, yes. I was, uh, I was collecting nuts. Pardon me? Collecting nuts. I collect nuts like a squirrel. Oh, in your cheeks. Yeah. Is there a specific kind of nut, or is it all nuts, or? Great question. It's pine nuts. Pine. Mostly pine nuts. Why is this, uh, embarrassing? You haven't seen the footage. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh, heavens. I, uh, 
I get into it. I really, I really do look like a squirrel while I'm doing it, and and it, 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 it's incredibly embarrassing to see back. And you know, when you when you see yourself on a video and you think, "Is that what I look like?" Imagine that, but you're acting like a squirrel with pine nuts mm. in your cheeks. I I make a great pine nut soup. I know I'm supposed to just go pick them up like a normal person, but when I get out there in the woods and I'm excited and I'm scavenging and it's something that takes over me. Anyways, it would have been embarrassing, but it would have got me off. Yeah, you and I would have. Oh, oh, that's why the footage is bad. Yeah, all right. I absolutely <laughs> love it. But you're not the one who put mm. the J's on the sign. No. So not. if it wasn't you, wait. <laughs> so whoever did this was probably the person who actually wrote the J's on the sign because they didn't yes. want you proven innocent. Yes. And uh, well, I will say, and that, that my lawyer kept telling me not to say this, but I wish I did put the J's on the sign because that is hilarious and it is ex- exposing. It is not funny at it all. It exposes the entire no. town, doesn't even know no. what town they're living in. Oh, wow. That is not even true. We are just very heavily dependent on signage. That is not me. The first we letter of signage. The, f- <laughs> the first letter. Yes. That's how, how reading works. I don't want to go through this with you again. Anyways. <laughs> so, if it wasn't you, then who could it have been? Well, I understand all fingers point to me. I am a uh, known prankster in the town. But uh, it wasn't me. Somebody who wanted to sabotage the town. And it would have been someone who was there at the trial, whether it was one of the news team, whether it was a jury mm. member, someone in the audience, because they had access to that green room when recess Can you happened. account for all 12 jury members out on recess? Oh, I did. All 12 were out there, so I don't think it was them. Okay. Okay. What about the news team? <laughs> yeah, you news did let in those news trucks. Uh, yeah, I let in full trucks <laughs> into I the didn't, court. I didn't really touch the... on, but... So back in, back in. Yeah, so there was multiple... And they all, like, open up the backs and just film from inside the trucks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it Which was... also, I didn't know was allowed at trials. I thought that's why they had the sketch artists. Well, you know, but... I'm, I'm a very lenient bailiff, you know? <laughs> so I just, you know, I, I let some things go a little looser. Um, so that's why it is, like, a set. Because yes. there truly are, like, three mm. cameras going... <laughs> Exactly, exactly, yeah. and you have to play, you know, to camera one, camera two, make sure yeah. your angles are good. Um, so, try to think. I think all the, okay, try to think of everyone that was in the courtroom that day. There was the news people, the camera people. Do you have a stenographer? Wait. Oh, sorry. Wait a minute. <sighs> They'd be pretty close to the judge, literally. Yeah. John Corey came to the room that day. What was what? he doing there? The old bailiff. <laughs> now that I'm now that I'm thinking about it, what was he doing there? I hate John Corey. You do? Yes, he was the bailiff on all my previous trials. Oh What the has great, he been accused of? Well yeah. all elaborate pranks. Of which I did do and I had to do some community service. I TP'd the rec center. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Yeah. What do you mean elaborate pranks? <laughs> That's a big rec center. <laughs> was multi- How many rolls of toilet paper did that take? At least 10. 20? Uh, yeah, it was 10. 10. So much. Oh, yeah. Wow, yeah, huge it didn't even, get the whole, didn't even get the whole building, to be honest with you. Yeah, it kind of just got like the the pool part. Yeah, I just I <laughs> chucked a few of them in the pool. <laughs> it just got really big. Didn't really even unfurl them. I just kind of hucked him in the pool. and yeah. Wow, and John Corey was your bailiff for that just trial. Just for that, you went to trial? Absolutely. And John well, Corey... I... <laughs> my lawyer is my brother, and uh, he's willing to defend me on everything. So whatever it is, it's going to trial. Ah, Because sometimes I, sometimes I could get out of it. But this one I didn't even do. Oop. And it got half the town. It's a way bigger deal. Anyways, the point is, uh, John Corey sucks. Why? What would he do during your trials? Nasty little looks. Oh, not fun winks. No, nasty little looks. 
Oh, you see, I don't approve of nasty little looks. Only fun winks. That's yeah. a shame. And yet one to time, go. he slipped me a note, and it said, you're going away for a long time. Which isn't true. I wasn't even on the table that I would go to prison for that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I think he was obsessed with putting me away. Mm. Oh, this is easy. Perhaps okay. a motive. This is easy. This, is, this I don't have to do a lot of constructive work on. All right. <laughs> well, we don't know that he necessarily did the prank, but I think I think he murdered the judge. What was what was he like with the judge? You, do you ever see him with the judge? Well, the thing is, the judge is the one that fired him. Oh boy. So for what? Uh, uh, he he's just he. He has a very defensive energy, as I'm sure you're aware of. Oh, yeah. Um, and he's just um, just bringing a very bad energy to the courtroom. And uh, he, the judge just made a, a good call to be like, it's bad. he's bringing bad juju. We just got to let him go. <laughs> well, I mean, I agree with you there. I just didn't know that was cause enough to fire someone. It probably isn't, which is why he was so mad. Yeah, true. <laughs> I'd seen him. I've seen him out there wandering the woods sometimes when I'm out there scavenging. And I the think... woods, like the woods yeah. by the judge's house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He wanders in those woods. Seems lost, muttering to himself. Interesting. Swinging an axe around. Uh, wait, what? Oh. Well, that was it. I think he was maybe looking for firewood. Maybe chopped down a tree. Something like oh, that. Okay. But it looks menacing when you see it. It's like The Shining. Of course. He has a nasty limp. Wanders around Everything in the Everything about him's nasty. <laughs> He's a nasty little guy. Yeah. You can see why he wasn't uh, the best to work with. <clears throat> bad vibes. Yeah, bad vibes. Bad vibes all around. So, so you think he might have wanted you to get put away bad enough that he would kill the judge to stop your evidence from coming out? It might be a two for one. If he hates the judge, hates me, all yeah, of a sudden. So what, what happens now is because the judge is dead, what? No more evidence, no more trial for you. You just go to jail? Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> oh, no. I'll have to check with my brother, but I'm pretty sure that's exactly what happens, which is why I'm pissed. What we need to do is we need to find that footage of you gathering nuts. And we need to, I don't know. That should have been in his chamber. Did you see it in his chamber? I I I bet John took it. (gasps) I did not see it in his chamber. We find John, we find the nuts. (laughs) The tape? Yeah, that's what I meant. Oh, the, the, the nuts <laughs> on the tape. Yes. Yeah, Travis, right. you got so excited. I'm sorry to... I thought they were nuts. Yeah, no, probably in your well, cheeks. But... Hey, okay. Sorry. No, I'm at home. Damn. Sorry. I'm, sitting there. I'm just sitting at home. It was a low Mind my own. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know where we can find him. He's probably on the run by now. Maybe he went to Juno. Like the real one. Yeah, as good a guess as any, certainly. Hey, that could be. That could be. But luckily, uh, for my purposes, I don't have to track anyone down. I just need to figure out who did this. And it sounds like I have. All right. And so, then uh, maybe you could maybe you could send him to, to, to his own trial. And then maybe it will help me. And, uh, and No, then not then my job. Can, uh, you're still going to go oh. to jail. Uh, <laughs> yeah. even, even though we have figured out wrongly. Okay. Okay. Well, Sorry about I, that. I will. I will go track him down. Maybe I will find him. <clears throat> Get on my snowmobile. I'm sorry that I accused you of all those crimes, Travis. It it was wrong. That's okay. Me. No, most I did. Most of them I did do. Yeah, so. you did put a couple rolls of toilet paper in the pool at the rec Ten. What That's a, a lot. catastrophe. That Ten was... is a lot. Yeah. Someone was trying to swim laps. They got. They got in the way. Well, that wraps up another successful episode of Killed to Death. Well, good for you. Thank you so much, <laughs> Travis. It's all well and good. Thank A happy you, ending. Yeah, yeah. Everybody wins. I want to thank 
uh, not Matt Probst. He he did our old. I want to thank Matt Probst who once did our theme song, and Thanks, Zach Aaron who does our current theme song. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brady Schumer for our art. Uh, if you have a suggestion for a murder, you can email us at killtodeathpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you don't have a suggestion for a murder, you can follow us on Instagram, <laughs> uh, Kill to Death Podcast, uh, or Twitter, K2D Pod. And uh, that's all you're allowed to do. Um, <laughs> except, <laughs> uh, is there anything, Clint, you would like people to check out? Oh yeah, uh, you know there's this uh, this this great this great comedian I know named Ty Rabanda. Uh, if you go on her socials at Ty Rabanda on both Twitter and Instagram, you can see all of her upcoming shows, and she's quite the hilarious cat. Uh, and that is spelt like it would be in this episode's title, all one word. Absolutely. All right. Uh, and Travis, uh, anything you want to say before jail for life? Wow. How to sum up a life on my way out. I assume I'm getting life for this. Um, Wow. Well, I just want to thank anyone. If the judge dies, your trial's over maximum sentence. Yeah. I think that's the default. I'll have to check with my brother. But I think that's the default. And uh, I just want to thank the city of uh, Puno for all the love over the years. I mean, sure, we've had some laughs. Sure. I pissed off a few people with a prank or two. I pants some people in the town square. But uh, at the end of the day, may the, uh, may the fire burn bright on that Alaskan dish. Good night, everyone. Keep your stick on the ice. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Kill to Death is produced and recorded by Steve Cook and Griffin Toplitsky and is a proud part of the Sonar Network. Music by Zach Aaron. Art by Brady Schumer. Special thanks to Mike Mangiardi, Kitty Lure, and Tom Shank. Please follow and like Kill to Death wherever you can so the boys know how to value their worth as human beings. has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.